Faith, Hope and Love, episode 142, the seventh Sunday in Ordinary Time, Year C. At this time, I recall that on the 27th of February, it will be the second anniversary of my beloved father, William John Kelly's, passing into eternal life. Eternal rest grant unto him, O Lord, and may perpetual light shine upon him. May he rest in peace. May his soul and the souls of all the faithful departed, through the mercy of God, rest in peace. Now we see unclearly As if we looked into a mirror dimly But then we will see as people face to face No longer partly, but fully known and loved For faith, hope, and love abide And the greatest one is I trust in your merciful love my heart will rejoice in your salvation I will sing to the Lord who has been bountiful with me in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit Amen grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ Welcome everyone as we gather together for this seventh Sunday in Ordinary Time, Year C. Brothers and sisters, as we prepare ourselves to celebrate the Lord's Supper, let us recall our sins and acknowledge them in silence. Lord Jesus, you raise the dead to life in the Spirit. Lord, have mercy. You bring pardon and peace to the sinner. Christ, have mercy. You bring light to those in darkness. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of God. Seated at the right hand of the Father 
Let us pray. Grant, we pray, Almighty God, that always pondering spiritual things, we may carry out in both word and deed that which is pleasing to you. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the first book of Samuel, chapter 26, verses 2, 7 to 9, 12 to 13, and 22 to 25. Saul rose and went down to the wilderness of Ziph with 3,000 chosen men of Israel to seek David in the wilderness of Ziph. David and Abishai went into Saul's army by night. There Saul lay sleeping within the encampment, with his spear stuck in the ground at his head, and Abner and the army lay around him. Abishai said to David, God has given your enemy into your hand today. Now therefore, let me pin him to the ground with one stroke of the spear. I will not strike him twice. But David said to Abishai, Do not destroy him. For who can raise his hand against the Lord's anointed and be guiltless? So David took the spear that was at Saul's head and the water jar, and they went away. No one saw it or knew it, nor did anyone awake, for they were all asleep, because a deep sleep from the Lord had fallen upon them. Then David went over to the other side and stood on top of a hill far away, with a great distance between them. David called aloud to Saul, Here is the spear, O king. Let one of the young men come over and get it. The Lord rewards everyone for his righteousness and his faithfulness. For the Lord gave you into my hand today, but I would not raise my hand against the Lord's anointed. As your life was precious today in my sight, so may my life be precious in the sight of the Lord, and may he rescue me from all tribulation. Then Saul said to David, Blessed be you, my son David. You will do many things and will succeed in them. So David went his way, and Saul returned to his place. The Word of the Lord The Lord is kind and merciful. My soul gives thanks to the Lord, all my being bless God's holy name. My soul gives thanks to the Lord, and never forget all God's blessings. It is God who forgives all your guilt, who heals every one of your ills, who redeems your life from the grave, who crowns you with love and compassion. 
The Lord is compassion and love, slow to anger and rich in mercy. God does not treat us according to our sins, nor repay us according to our faults. As far as the east is from the west, so far does he remove our sins. As parents have compassion on their children, the Lord has pity on those who are God-fearing. The Lord is kind and merciful. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians, chapter 15, verses 45 to 49. Brothers and sisters, the first man, Adam, became a living being. The last Adam became a life-giving spirit. But it is not the spiritual that is first, but the physical and then the spiritual. The first man was from the earth, made of dust. The second man is from heaven. As was the one of dust, so are those who are of the dust. And as is the one of heaven, so are those who are of heaven. Just as we have borne the image of the one of dust, we will also bear the image of the one of heaven. The Word of the Lord. Alleluia. I give you a new commandment, love one another just as I have loved you. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Chapter 6, verses 27 to 38. Jesus said to his disciples, I say to you that listen, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who abuse you. If anyone strikes you on the cheek, offer the other also. And from anyone who takes away your coat, do not withhold even your shirt. Give to everyone who begs from you, and if anyone takes away your goods, do not ask for them again. Do to others as you would have them do to you. If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners love those who love them. If you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners do the same. If you lend to those from whom you hope to receive, what credit is that to you? For even sinners lend to sinners to receive as much again. But love your enemies. Do good and lend, expecting nothing in return. Your reward will be great, and you will be children of the Most High. For he is kind to the ungrateful and the wicked. Be merciful, just as your Father is merciful. Do not judge, and you will not be judged. Do not condemn, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put into your lap. For the measure you give will be the measure you get back.
the Gospel of the Lord. What does it mean for us, as St. Paul so wonderfully says in the second reading, to bear the image of the One of Heaven? Or as another translation says, to be modelled on the heavenly man, that is Jesus. Surely it means that we open ourselves up to the Lord's grace, teaching and values and allow ourselves to be reshaped into an icon of Christ's grace, mercy and compassion. It means a deeper union with Christ to the point of exercising our thinking, abilities and powers in union with how Christ acts. The first reading is quite challenging. David has been persecuted quite unjustly by King Saul, who is suffering from terrible delusions and jealousy and paranoia about David. David has been nothing but loyal to him, but King Saul will not be satisfied. War breaks out, but David and his army are given the chance to kill Saul, and David refuses to do so. This is not the first time this will happen. It's a striking lesson. Just because we have the power to lift up and cast down, just because we have within us the God-given ability to make real free choices, and theoretically we've got the ability to kill or to heal, this does not mean that we should use our freedom to destroy, to avenge or to harm. David unites himself to God's patient, loving forbearance. He does not lower himself to repay the wrongdoing of another. He does not return bad for bad, but uses what can be called God's perfect antidote, returning love and kindness for bad, cancelling it out rather than multiplying it or continuing it. As David says so beautifully, Today the Lord put you in my power, but I would not raise my hand against the Lord's anointed. In this instance, David used his ability to be modelled upon the values and actions of God's ways, which are very different from human ways. And the results are refreshing, surprising and wonderful. Once there seemed only one solution to the problem of King Saul and David. One strikes the other down. Now there's a beautiful second option reconciliation and rebuilding. We're invited to give from God's gracious and compassionate love within rather than mirror back what we might receive from selfish narrow actions of others. This is not easy but it's world-changing. Our Lord confirms this heavenly mindset in the Gospel. He teaches us a very challenging message that goes against our basic instinct do good to those who have harmed you and pray for them. Go further than the minimum. The word love here used by our Lord in his teachings is not the same word as for family or friends. It's not that kind of love. But it's a love that wishes the best and only the good for another, irrespective of their actions. That is, a love that means wanting for everybody whether they're friends or enemies, that dignity and respect and good that anyone deserves as a child of God, whether they themselves have been fitting of their status as a child of God. Do this 
says Jesus, and you will be children of the Most High. For this is the way God operates. God himself is kind to the ungrateful and the wicked. And thank goodness, because at times we can be very ungrateful, and we are capable of great wickedness as well as great good. Thank goodness God is long-suffering. Be generous, not stingy or selfish. Loving and compassionate, not gossiping or judging. Merciful, not vengeful and precious. The standard by which we will be judged is going to be the standard which we treat others with. Are we tempted to be offended when someone slights us? Are we outraged when someone wrongs us? But then we look at our Lord, who is obviously deserving of all honour, obedience and service. At times each of us has offended the Lord and slighted him, sometimes in small ways, other times in very big ways, and at other times again in continuous ways. We've at times not given God his due, deliberately or carelessly chosen to do what is wrong. God, of course, would have been quite within his rights to become furious, to lash out, to punish, to cast away, or to destroy. But God does not, and thank goodness for that. So many times I thank God that us humans are not God, because the results would be disastrous and capricious. Rather, our Lord is full of love, mercy, and forbearance. Thanks be to God that the Lord does not choose to exercise his rights against us when we've wronged him, and we've wronged him time and time again. And if we truly are to model ourselves on the heavenly man and bear the image of the one of heaven, then we too must have the same attitudes and responses when we're offended, slighted or wronged or overlooked. How different would the world and our local communities really be if this was a full reality? Otherwise, as our Lord points out so well, if our goodness and kindness goes no further than just our circle of friends and family and those who we're already in financial relations with or goodwill with, what difference is that from pagans or sinners? They are kind to their kin and friends too. Christ invites us to be fully immersed in his ways not just dipping our toes into the waters of baptism that we have received, but fully immersed and engaged. The golden rule that Jesus teaches in this gospel, that is, do unto others as you would have them do unto you, is a universal rule. Variations of this rule can be found in other religious traditions as well, Jewish, Greek, or even Confucian. But in those other traditions, it's framed negatively, in a limiting way. Namely, don't do things to people you wouldn't like people to do to you. But in Christ, this teaching goes much further than that. It's expressed in a wonderfully positive light, and not merely a negative one. That is, it's not merely refraining from doing what you would not want done to you, but also doing the good things for others that you would want people to do for you. Christ's saying itself goes the extra mile. The Apostles' Creed 
I believe in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. God has asked us to be compassionate and forgiving. Let us pray for help to reach out to all with compassion. For all Christian leaders, that they may show in their lives that they uphold human dignity. Lord, hear us. For those responsible for government, that they may earnestly strive for the good of all, and not just their own needs. Lord, hear us. For all who minister in the celebration of the sacraments, that they may continue to grow in holiness and love. Lord, hear us. For our community, that we may grow to know one another more deeply through the celebration of the Eucharist. Lord, hear us. For all those who can't join the Christian community in worship on Sunday due to illness or other reasons, that they always know that they're united constantly with Christ and in our prayers and thoughts. Lord, hear us. For all who are experiencing ill health, that the Lord give them healing, strength and peace. Lord, hear us. For all who have died, that they now be enjoying the eternal rest and peace of God's heavenly kingdom, including those whose anniversaries occur at this time, my father, William John Kelly, and all those for whom we now pray. Lord, hear us. Lord, you love all people with a boundless compassion. We humbly ask you to hear our prayers and help us to be recognised as true Christians. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. As we celebrate your mysteries, O Lord, with the observance that is your due, we humbly ask you that what we offer to the honour of your majesty may profit us for salvation. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For when your children were scattered afar by sin, through the blood of your Son and the power of the Spirit, you gathered them again to yourself, 
that a people formed as one by the unity of the Trinity made the body of Christ and the temple of the Holy Spirit might to the praise of your manifold wisdom be manifest as the church. And so in company with the choirs of angels we praise you and with joy we proclaim Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity, in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. I will recount all your wonders. I will rejoice in you and be glad. And sing psalms to your name, O Most High. Let us pray. Grant, we pray, Almighty God, that we may experience the effects of the salvation which is pledged to us by these mysteries. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks for joining us in this time of reflection, praise and prayer. And I hope you have a wonderful, blessed week. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Faith, Hope and Love, a time of Christian worship and reflection, led by Rev. Paul W. Kelly. Texts are used for the purpose of worship and prayer for listeners wherever you are. The Roman Missal, Prayers and Chants, 3rd edition, copyright 2010, the International Commission on English in the Liturgy. The Bible, New Revised Standard Version, copyright 1989 and 2009, National Council of Churches of Christ, USA. The Psalms, copyright 1963, The Grail, Collins Publisher. Prayers of the Faithful, Robert Borg's Together We Pray, 1993, E.J. Dwyer, Australia. Mass, 
for St. Ralph Sherwin, Jeffrey M. Ostrovsky, featuring the Gloria, copyright 2011, www.ccwatershed.org, forward slash Charbonnel. Faith, Hope and Love, theme, 1 Corinthians 13, 1-13, original music, copyright 1996, Paul W. Kelly. For more details, please visit homilycatholic.blogspot.com.au. Production by Kelly Enterprises Resources. May God bless and keep you.